I did have a dream that that both of you all were in, and both of you had long, luscious hair, like down all the way down to like the bottom of your backs. <gasps> oh, beautiful! Yeah, it was gorgeous. Love it. Yeah, I've been learning how to braid my hair. Oh, nice! It's oh, man, it's hard. My hair is just wild, so it's hard mm. to like keep it individual when I'm like doing the. I'm trying oh, to learn you're doing French a, a braid. French braid. Yeah, I'm trying to learn how to like braid it all back into a single braid. Yeah. And also, um, it is exhausting. To have your arms up like yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. I did not know. I'm yeah. like, ooh, this is good workout for rock climbing. This is great. I should have been doing this years ago. Yeah. I I'm really tempted to braid my hair much. My spouse wants to do it all the time, but mm. I, I don't know. Like, I have to be in a specific mood to have my hair braided. Um, my hair is also wild in its own ways mm-hmm. and beautiful. Yeah, yeah. you're more into the mer- the mermaid hair. Yeah, you know, I think either mermaid hair or I'll do like a messy like bun. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. like ballerina style bun. I love a bun. I love a bun. Yeah, we love, love, we love buns. I love buns and bun, <laughs> buns and bun and bunnies. Yeah, mm-hmm. buns, buns and bunnies, bun buns. And honey buns. And honey buns. I do love honey buns. Cinnamon buns. Actually, honey oh God, buns I love are all buns. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I'm not going to tell that story. Wait, what? <laughs> well, no. Now we kind of. One of the first times I got high, I went to the gas station to buy honey buns. Because, like, that's, you know, where you're at when you're high. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, because I was just. So I went with my roommates and, like, I was really high, like, could not function. And they were like, are you, are you, don't, don't steal those. I'm like, I'm not trying to steal it. I just, I can't, I can't function. I I'm trying really hard. I can't talk to anybody. I don't know how to speak anymore. Like, I don't want to be a thief, but I need these buns and I don't know what to do. Sometimes you get in your head because you're already acting weird. And then you're like, I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to be like suspicious, but because I'm very high, I'm very suspicious, but I am going to pay for these. I promise. I, just, I got in my head. I'm like, I hope they don't think I'm a thief. I'm just really high. Oh, they shouldn't know I'm high. And, but I did end up able to pay for them and stuff. But for a minute, I was like, oh, no, the cops are going to get called because everyone thinks I'm trying to steal these honey buns. I'm just really high. I went through a phase of my life where I ate a lot of honey buns. They're just good. Yeah. I mean, they are good. They're good. They are very good. Joyce's away and not feeling well but we have managed to still pull it together so that we can do an episode and she is sorely missed from the the threesome yeah i am here in spirit yeah Mm -hmm. where's our relish (laughs) um so a while back i fell into my usual youtube rabbit holes and some clickbaity nonsense video was like about animals that like use substances. Mm. Uh, one of them talked about these wallabies that get high. And I saw this story about these high wallabies making crop circles. What? Yeah. Oh, that's right. I did see this. They like, <laughs> there's just these wallabies that were caught like in like mid, like making these crop circles. Cause they're stoned. Um, so they're just like, like wandering on opium or something. I yeah. Think. <laughs> but like, I was like, that is the wildest theory I've ever heard for crop circles. Cause usually people are like, oh, people are making them or like maybe cows mm-hmm. or whatever. It's wallabies. 
Well, they're, they're, but, so they're like big round boys and they're just walking around in circles because they're <laughs> like don't know where they're going. And so they just like spiral out and they end up making these like kind of cool patterns. And that's the may, maybe the aliens are just speaking to them. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> so <laughs> wait, okay? so people have observed this? Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. Huh. yeah. I saw an article about it. Like people caught them doing it. I love caught them. I mean, I gotcha. They're like, oh, <laughs> hands up. Like me and the honey buns, but making a crop circle. <laughs> huh. Yeah. I mean, that's very cute. It is very mm-hmm. cute. Like, I, you know, I like this idea of like these animals that much like me as a high little rascal in the gas station is just like... <laughs> Can't function and then just like yeah. la di da. I promise like, we're not trying to do anything circle. wrong. <laughs> we're just really high. I'm sorry. I'm just so high. I'm not trying to do anything. Like, I know, it makes I you wonder know. if there's any stoner creature that's been making crop circles in the Midwest. Mm. Like an yeah, antelope or something? Mm, probably not an antelope. I don't know. I could see like a deer just rolling in a circle, stoned out of its mind. A horse, honestly. <laughs> a horse. Just eating like, you know, when uh, like Mushrooms. fruits so oh yeah, I didn't even think of that. I was gonna say when fruits like ferment and like animals get drunk yeah. off of it. Yeah. Imagine mm-hmm. a horse eating a bunch of fermented apples and <laughs> rolling in a field and everyone being like, It's aliens. Well, you know horses love fucking apples. Well, so yeah, they're just gonna be fucking munching. Montecrunch. Just absolutely a trashed horse. Just fucking Going to town on them old ass apples. <laughs> I feel like there's some joke hidden in this horse eating apples thing that I'm not I'm just, privy to. It's just an image. I don't know why he's eating those apples so hard. But he's crunching just, those apples. <laughs> Grandpa's going crazy for those apples. apples. Oh my god! Just chowing down. Oh, our yeah, horse grandpa. Hey, do you want us to give grandpa a whole bunch of rotten apples to eat so he gets like shit faced drunk and makes crop circles? Well, why don't you consider joining our Patreon so we can, so we can afford rotten apples <laughs> so can- for, for grandpa? For grandpa. <laughs> uh, grandpa, our imaginary horse who imagine- rides a skateboard. One day, grandpa will learn to skate. That's how, but see, well, grandpa needs to do the magic mushrooms first. And that's how his brain will expand, like the chimpanzees did. Oh, I see. Um, to learn tools. Mm-hmm. And that's how Grandpa's going to learn how to skate. Mm-hmm. I see. Under so. Tony Hawk. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna play pro skater. Tony, no, Tony Hawk will be the hawk that we also purchase with Patreon money. Yeah. Oh God, that is teaching our horse how to do a kickflip. <laughs> Join our Patreon and help us start our uh, rehab center for really radical animals. For really mm. rad animals. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Was, what, what is this? I don't, I don't even know. know. I don't know. But to be honest, th- that might be our best pitch for a Patreon, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know much about rehabbing animals, but I know a rad animal when I see one. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you this. I can make a promise. Our rehab, all the animals, going to have backward hats on. <laughs> oh, sure will. absolutely. We'll get them special like made. Sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll have a pig and we're going to teach it math. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Coco will. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know anything about math. So 
cast accounts. Yeah. Whatever that is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still not sure. Still not 100% on that. No. Uh, as a listener, if you know what casting accounts means, like, specifically because when i looked it up it kind of made sense to me but i still like it doesn't really i don't know i don't know exactly what the trick is somebody's got to know so please tell me because yeah. i'm not going to bother looking it up any further i don't i don't, <laughs> I don't have enough energy or care <laughs> but i do want to know i just don't want to find out yeah, <laughs> doesn't want to do the work, don't work. Do the work. so because i'll forget as soon as we're done recording that I had this question. Yeah. So if you could look that up for me and just reach out, that'd be great. You can go to our cryptic Cupid submission forum and mm-hmm. do it through there or <laughs> message directly on our Twitter. Yeah. Or that'd be great. email. Yeah. Yeah. Or email. Tell us about casting accounts. Yeah. Tell us all about it. it is. Yeah. I don't either. What are we talking about today? <laughs> all right. Well, Joyce knows, hopefully. <laughs> I do. I do. I promise. Hey. Welcome to Love at First Sighting, sex-positive, kink-friendly, and thirsty conversations about the monsters and cryptids that traverse our backyards and our imaginations. My name's Joyce. I am your resident cryptid researcher, bringing the monster book report. Also joining me is Jim. Hey, I'm Jim. I'm they, them. I'm here to read monster porn. Lovely, lovely. Um, I use she, they pronouns, but you know that, probably. Also joining me is Coco. Hey, I'm Coco. He, him, and I am here. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. <laughs> Doing our best out here. Mm-hmm. All righty. So um, today we are talking about Nordic aliens, also <gasps> known as Tall Whites, Space Brothers. Oh, shit. Aladians. And I guess this would be pronounced Venetians or Venusans. Yeah. Oh my God. I cannot believe the Nordics. I cannot believe that y'all didn't tell me that I could write a porn about space bros. Like, how did you not mention (laughs) super space bros? Space bros was a thing that I could write about. Yeah. I'm sorry, Coco. I feel like Um, I've I've had something withheld from me. (laughs) These are the, these are the, I will say, these are Mm -hmm. the, these are the real Aryan looking ones. Yeah, we'll get on that in a minute. Yeah. Uh-oh. All right, I see why you didn't tell me to write one. Yeah, yeah so... Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so before we get started on this wild little ride, we're going to take some content warnings, mm-hmm. uh, mentions of abductions, non-consensual infertilization, miscarriages, kidnapping, medical procedures, ear injury, and maybe some mild X-Files spoilers. Um, yeah, as Jim mentioned... Um, I've seen the word Aryan mentioned more times than I would like in my research. So our story today that we're going to tell later is not specifically about the Nordic aliens, but that's probably a good thing. Um, I mean, what do you expect from a creature that sometimes is called tall whites? Yeah. Boy. <laughs> All right. So we're, we're going to be in the weeds a little bit today. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I- I didn't dig too deep into that bit, to be honest, because I was just like, you know, you know, <laughs> we don't need to. But yeah, there is I, I there a... is an air of like, it, it's suspicious, suspicious, you know, I'm going to tell you right now, there's not a single alien story or alien like conspiracy that I have ever found that is not extremely suspicious and oh, like i mean yeah you've Ancient so many of them you races can, so. yeah you uh-huh. can follow the train pretty uh-huh. easy those tracks uh-huh. are laid <laughs> yeah all right okay. so let's talk about our tall friends 
Nordic aliens are barely distinguishable from humans, as their appearance is usually said to be large, six to seven foot tall human-like entities with blonde or reddish hair, blue eyes, and fair skin. Sometimes they are claimed to be bathed in a glow of some sort, and some more far-out descriptors include silver skin and a lack of irises in their eyes. So basically they're just tall people. <laughs> it's very confusing. Sort um, of an uncanny valley sort of sure, feel too yeah. as well, with like, you know, some uh, small things being off. Yeah, yeah, the Irish thing would throw me off. Yeah. Mm, I, yeah. Some sources say Nordic aliens have the ability of telepathy. Others even claim them to be magical. From what I saw in my research, these beings are either from Venus or the Palladius star cluster, if that's mm-hmm. how you pronounce that. That's a wildly different yeah, area. Very, very I different place. Either the planet right here or thousands upon thousands of light years away. Yeah. One or the other. Just telling you what they have. Mm-hmm. Um, so supposedly the crafts they pilot range from spherical to cube-shaped ships. And it's also very believe, different. Yeah, very different. And many believe they make use of interdimensional portals or what some call corridors okay. to travel quickly through the universe. That's how they can get to us, I guess. Folks are kind of split on the motivations of the Nordics. Some say that they are benevolent beings coming to warn us of ecological disaster and aiding in world peace. There are some UFO scholars that think Nordic aliens are the inspiration for angels in many of the world's major religions. Hmm. One source claimed that President Eisenhower was rumored to have had a meeting with Nordic aliens who were urging him to disarm his nuclear missile program. Of course, to the surprise of none, he declined. I mean, as we've seen many times over, and especially now, Americans love nothing more than funding things that kill people rather than help them. Mm-hmm. Topical. I meant to say America, not Americans. Big difference. Big, Big difference. difference. Yeah. Big difference. Anywho. Now, the other camp think that Nordic aliens are conducting an alien-human hybrid program with the larger goal of taking over the world, replacing the human race with the results of this breeding experiment. I read a lot claims about gene splicing and egg harvesting and aliens impregnating people you know x-files kinds of shit yeah Mm -hmm. all right let's do some story time often george adam adamiski adamiski oh god george adamisk adamiski probably (laughs) is credited yeah often george Ad, oh, God, I don't know how you said that. <laughs> Adam Eske. That sounds right. That person is often credited <laughs> to, as having the first encounter with these beings in the 1950s. On November 20th, 1952, Adam Eske and several friends were in the Colorado desert near the town of Desert Center, California, when they purportedly saw a large submarine-shaped object hovering in the sky. Adameski headed away from the main road to find the ship, sensing the craft was looking for him. Don't know how uh, he felt that way, but, you know. Shortly afterwards, according to Adameski's accounts, a scout ship made of a type of translucent metal landed close to him. The pilot disembarked and introduced himself as Orthon, or something like that. Ooh. Orthon. I am Orthon. Yeah, I wonder what his voice was like. I don't know. My name is but he Gorka. described him. What? My name is Yorta. My name is Orshan. My name is Orshan. I could have had this voice. My name is Orta. 
<laughs> I'm not sure. He didn't describe his voice, but what he did say is that he was a medium height humanoid with long blonde hair and tan skin, which you don't hear about a lot, mm. wearing reddish brown shoes, though, as Adameski added, his trousers were not like mine. <laughs> like, what a weird fucking thing to say. It's just a skirt, and he didn't know how to describe what, it. Like, what does that, well, yeah, what does that like mean? Mine. Parachute pants. He's wearing Zubats or whatever. <laughs> um, Zoot suit. Ooh. Um, Adam Esky said, oh, what? Jinkos. <laughs> Big old pair of Jinko jeans. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. You been so cool in middle school. Man, my mom would never get me Jinkos. I was so mad. Man, that's lame. That's real lame yeah. of her. I got hand me down Jinkos. That's how I got them. I just wanted them so bad. I mean, they're stupid. They're very stupid. And I'm glad that I didn't get them overall. But like at the time, I was very upset. Okay. But Adameski did communicate with Orthon telepathically and through hand signals, which is interesting. During the conversation, Orthon purportedly warned of the dangers of nuclear war. And Adameski later wrote that the presence of this inhabitant of Venus was like the warm embrace of great love and understanding wisdom. You can read more about Adameski's experiences in his books, Flying Saucers Have Landed, Inside the Spaceships, and Flying Saucers Farewell. Just a note, uh, this guy is kind of a controversial figure, even in UFO circles. We don't really have time to get into it, but just putting it out there. Hmm. Also, the description, for whatever reason, what I imagined in my head was um, Matthew McConaughey. (laughs) It was like long, like long blonde no, hair on Matthew McConaughey. Guy. Yeah. Just, just coming up and being like, my name's Ortho. <laughs> <laughs> he just sounds like some guy. But all right. Next up is a report from 1966 in Independence. I took out the state for some reason. Whoopsie doodle. It was in 1966. Uh, Jean Walker was outside playing at her farm when she suddenly felt a presence. She looked over towards the barn to see what she called the silver man or the shiny man. This would be one of many encounters with the silver-toned entity. At one point, Walker felt as if they were constantly watching her. Eventually, her interactions with them would lead to abductions and much worse. Walker says her abduction experiences didn't happen until after her marriage. Along with these incidents came strange phenomenon surrounding various pregnancies and miscarriages. Upon a trip to the doctor to check out one of her pregnancies, the doctor said that everything was intact, but he couldn't find the fetus. Um, Eight years after this... Everything's fine. I just don't know where the baby is. It was kind of, to be fair, a little peek behind the curtain. It was kind of confusing when this lady was telling her story Hmm. because she was like, I went to the doctor and he was just like, it seems intact, but I can't find the fetus. I'm like, what do you mean? What, yeah. Like, what, what does that mean? Yeah. And everything's not what's intact, intact if the baby ain't there. But I guess like all the normal other stuff, I guess, is there. Yeah. I don't know. You definitely are a person, but there ain't no baby. Oh gosh. This yeah, I don't I, that's the kind of stuff where I don't want to think too hard. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking too hard makes me sad. <laughs> For sure. Um, So, moving on. Eight years after this kind of traumatic doctor visit, she was abducted again. 
Walker recalls the experience starting with her suddenly in a strange place with several others surrounded by chrome walls on all sides. Understandably, everyone, including Jean, were extremely terrified. Then Walker felt an intense, sharp pain in her skull that made her pass out. When she came to, she was alone in a different room with the Silver Man and a little boy, both draped in white robes. Jean estimated that the boy would be the same age as her lost child. The man nudged the boy who walked over to Walker and they held each other for a while. No words were spoken between them, but Walker could not help but sense this was her child. Bum bum. Plot twist. Another story I heard was from Elizabeth April. She also claims to have been abducted multiple times by the Nordics. When she was 18, she was abducted while on a meditation retreat. According to April's account, it was in the middle of the night when she was awoken by a large head hovering over her. Suddenly, she was surrounded by alien beings that dragged her into the hallway and then to their ship. Once on the ship, she was practically paralyzed and strapped to a chair. She said she could open her eyes and move them about, but that was about it. In her periphery, April saw a machine with a rounded point. The machine slowly but painlessly inserted the tip into April's right ear. The next thing she remembered after that was being back in her bed and touching her right ear to find a small drop of blood in it. Her theory was that she was being chipped. Months after that, during another abduction experience, she encountered a seven-foot-tall, ethereal, human-like being who spoke to her about concerns in regard to the health of the Earth as well as invited her to a meeting of the Galactic Federation. Hell yeah. Um, According to her, the Federation's agenda is for a united consciousness. So I guess it's kind of like Star Trek, like the Federation. But yeah, she was talking about it. And it's like, it is a, like, I guess, essentially the United Nations, but different alien species coming together. Mm. I feel like united consciousness feels very... I would never trust yeah, such a feels, thing. It feels like coded language. Yeah. I'm like, oh, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm a bit just, suspicious. Yeah. 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 Like a, like a polyp, <laughs> like a big, you're just a polyp on this big coral. Yeah. That's not at all where my brain went, but I love that imagery. That's solid. Yeah. <laughs> Feels like, like have you ever wanted to be a cog? Like, <laughs> have you ever woken up in the morning and thought, I don't want to think anymore? Oofta. Sure, hive mind. <laughs> um, before theories, quick but notable abduction snippet. According to Travis Walton, during his five-day abduction experience, he encountered several alien species, including the Nordics. For those not in the know, Walton's story later became the inspiration for the movie Fire in the Sky. Hmm. That movie. I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, really? Yeah. You should check it out and tell me what you think, because, like, it... I haven't seen it either. Oh, my God. Movie night. Oh, my God. Like, it's it's scary. I'm just going to put it out there. I don't know. Like, it's freaky to me. I remember it. It's wild. But, yeah, this... So, this guy, he was abducted, like, a bajillion times and, like, wrote a big wrote a book about it and then it became fire in the sky but yeah theory time alien human hybrids mm-hmm. angels right. interdimensional beings giants just some nordic people i guess <laughs> swedes <laughs> swedes just some tall people mm-hmm. um yeah because like most of the reports i found like the tallest they get is like seven feet i mean it's like pretty tall it's tall that's noticeable 
Yeah. You don't, you don't. Notable, but it's not inhuman. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's Nordic aliens. It's not inhuman amounts of tall. <laughs> no. But is it inhuman amounts of cum? <laughs> I don't know. Hard to tell. Mm. Hard to tell. I I think that someone should find out. <laughs> uh, I mean, you got to join the Galactic Federation, I guess. Yeah, yeah. the Galactic Consciousness. See, yeah. it's there's an interesting thing. I know this is like kind of they're all being pieced together from different people telling stories around the descriptions, like matching up. Like I imagine, you know, one person just describing them as tall and blonde and like isn't necessarily the person being like, it was those Nordic space aliens. So it's just interesting that sometimes they're described and it's like just some kind of hippie, it like it strong hippie vibes where it's just like, got to end nuclear war, man. It's a bad idea. I'm an alien. Please don't do this. And then other times it's just like very dark, like the hybrid stuff and the like stealing kids. And I, I don't know. It's just weird when things like that have these like two very, very different stories that go with them. Yeah. I'm I'm hoping that if Nordic aliens are out there, they're like more the like, hey, maybe don't murder each other. Because those I can get behind that. Mm-hmm. President Eisenhower made a mistake. <laughs> like he should have took that offer. You should have met like, with those. They weird were gonna give them technology and like knowledge, but he's like, no, nah, I want to keep killing people. <laughs> So. That does sound like Eisenhower. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like pretty much any president. It seems like, except Jimmy Carter. Just Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter. The only good Carter. one. The only one. Um, I did hear that. <laughs> wait, so I, I, I did hear that the the Nordic aliens are the. They're kind of like high up on the alien like power structure yeah the hierarchy chart like so they got like the nordic aliens and then like under them is like reptilians (laughs) under them is like the tall grays Mm -hmm. this feels very human centric that it's like the most human looking one is at the top under them is like the short gray yeah but the reptilians are above the short the tall and the short grays and they're less human looking than the yeah i guess the grays i feel like I know, but they're all not human looking is my point. They're like, for, of course, the human looking one would be like the most important one. Uh, well, <laughs> no, because I don't the, think they're the most important. I think there's, there's, there's something else up above that, too. Yeah. There's like cloaks. Maybe the insectoids or whatever. Yeah, insectoids are above, are above oh. the Nords, I'm pretty sure. I don't know for sure, actually, on that. But there's a cloaked figure that's above all that. Mm. Cloaked that figure? Cloaked, yeah. Mm. Well, if you like, remember... The David Huggins stuff, he kind of described a hierarchy mm-hmm. of like different species of alien. Because the top was like the mantis looking one, right? I, I think. think. Yeah, that no. was pretty close to the top. The mantis wasn't the top, though. The uh, The top was the guy with the thing on his head. Yeah, he had like a knob, a nubbin on his head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. Who's so, anyway, fucking? who's fucking? <laughs> who's fucking? Well, um, the aliens are fucking. Oh, cool. Great. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what kind of aliens these are. It's not real. I think it's left up to like your imagination, really. Okay. Uh, We have two aliens and a human, but the human has no lines. Uh, Today's story is a little different. It's not really set up as a regular, uh, 
like story story. It's like a script. So um, Coco and I are going to be playing two different characters, both aliens. Joyce is going to be doing Foley work. Joyce, do you have the story? Summary. Two alien girls abduct a man and do weird, sexy science stuff to him. Ooh la la. <laughs> yes, this is titled Alien Abduction by ZXQ966. Now, do you have a, um, a preference for who you want to be? One it has is, descriptions. There, yeah, there are descriptions. Do you want to read the description and see what you're feeling? Yeah. All right. Pelisario is one in charge of the project. She's dominant, just a little bitchy. Is also very dismissive of humans. Or at least at first. Mm, Shaira is the pilot. She's soft spoken and kind, but has a wild side. Ooh, both of these are fun. Ooh. D- well, would you like to play a little bitchy? I think I could do bitchy this time if you okay. want to be a little. I think I'm. Because I feel like Shaira is a little like teehee. But also, like, gets a little like (laughs) sit on my face. Yeah, yeah. It's it is more like teehee, but horny. Mm -hmm. Teehee, but horny. (laughs) Yeah, that is who I am. Okay, (laughs) okay. I think I'll be fine. All right. Okay, so some tags for this that weren't included in the the tags tags, but are like down lower are script offer FF or four M alien abduction aliens light femdom monster girl. Hand job, double blow job, cream mm. pie, cunnilingus, and clinical atmosphere. Oh. I was into everything. The clinical atmosphere kind of threw me. Oh, you don't like clinical atmosphere? No, it's not my you don't spot. Like I've never fluorescent, thought. Fluorescent, ugh, can't speak. Fluorescent lights and like, you know, stainless steel. and. You don't like everything to be disinfected and, and wiped off before you like. Surprisingly, <laughs> I I don't. Yeah. Something about roll um, and, hey. doctor's office makes me not want to fuck. <laughs> you don't you don't like stirrups and speculums and uh the not being wrapped in a big uh tissue? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Bed. Having a big having a big napkin. Yeah. On <laughs> Here, put this put this big napkin on. For your for your humility, and it's like oh, before, Christmas tissue even paper. You had clothes, but now take them off. Yeah, yeah. Before oh oh, so you don't here? I'll leave the room so you can take your clothes off before I put my f- whole fucking face inside your cooter. <laughs> and like, don't oh. worry, it smells both clean and bad at the same time. Yeah, it's very confusing. Yeah, they do that on purpose. Mm-hmm. Probably. <laughs> I don't. Know. All right. All right. You've been abducted by two alien girls looking to do a school project on humans' biology. This is college, by the way, not high school. They don't know that you understand them, and it seems they may want more than to take samples. Imagine early, early Star Trek. Beep, boop, 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 boop. All very early Star Trek in my brain, but... <laughs> It's hard to replicate some of those sounds. No, I love it. It's, those are great. We got one. We got one. Vital signs. All looks good. She seems okay. I think she's still asleep. Is it damaged at all? Not as far as I can tell. Well, all right. Nice targeting, Shaira. Let me go look it over. Shaira. Yes, Belisaria. We agreed on getting a female, right? Uh-huh. And all of our equipment is specifically designed to map a female's body, right? Yeah. 
Our project is titled Exploration of the Anatomy of a Female Human, is it not? Working title, but yeah. Then can you tell me, Shaira, why the human laying in front of me is a male? What are you talking about? That's a female. (sighs) Pull up page 76 in the textbook. Look at the sexual characteristics sidebar, will you? Hang on for just a... Yupto? (laughs) Maybe it's alien slang? Yeah, I think so too. Hang on for just a yupto. Okay, got it. Now read over the tertiary male characteristics. Oh, God. (laughs) It's fine. Everything's fine. We're just going to roll through this. We can address it. Yeah. We will. Yeah. Short hair, narrow lips, broad shoulders. The human has all of these. Well, we could just have a female that doesn't project femininity. For the record, you made me do this. Zip. Wrestle, wrestle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> is that is that a human reproductive organ? A male one. Can I Can I touch it? Let's wake it up first. It's a class three sentient, meaning sexual inspection without express consent is an ethics violation. Can you give it another dose of paralytic and then just, I don't know, reach out and rock it back and forth a little to wake it up? Do we have to do the paralytic? I'm sure he'll already be scared out of his mind. We can at least let him move. Fine. No paralytic. But write down the movement patterns. We need data. Stars. He's kind of cute, isn't he? You think it's cute? Just a little bit. His skin is so soft and his hair is just kind of... Frames his face, I guess. I bet he has pretty eyes. Human eyes are so pretty. They come in different colors, you know? Yeah, I know. I was there for intro to... Wait. Are you attracted to the human? No. Oh my gods, you totally are. You're one of those terrifiles. I am not. I just think they're adorable. Then why did I catch you test driving to a vid of human mating rituals? It's not like you've never done anything weird. You slept with a Thrivian. Okay, that's not even the same solar system as wanting to fuck a human. <laughs> They're a class three sentient. <laughs> They're a class three sentient. You said it yourself. And our DNA is 93% identical. It would still be weird as hell. Whatever, just wake it. And try to keep it in your flight suit. Fine. Rise and shine, little human. It's time to wake up. Ooh. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks. Don't panic, human. We would never hurt you. We just want to get a better look at you. You're in a spacecraft from another planet. My name is Shaira, and this is my partner, Pelisaria. I was right. Your eyes are so pretty. You know it can't understand you, right? I mean, what are the odds that our species would somehow miraculously evolve with parallel linguistic... <laughs> Linguini. Linguini. <laughs> what if linguistics was the study of linguini? I'm going to go to school and study linguini. Get a master's in linguini. <laughs> Somehow miraculously evolve with parallel... <laughs> Miraculously evolved parallel linguistic conventions. I know. I just want him to feel safe. I'm going to start the disrobing process. If it doesn't understand us, how can it consent? 
Well, I'm going to take mine off to demonstrate and then point to him. You do the same. Okay. Wrestle, wrestle. Shaira. Yeah? Don't take this the wrong way, but I would kill for a body like yours. Thanks. But you're not so bad looking yourself. Hey, the human is disrobing. All right. It knows how to follow directions. Make sure it stays on the table, though, would you? You got it. Okay, human. I'm just going to gently hold you down. Just look up at me with those lovely eyes of yours. Actually, wait. Hey, Pelisaria, is it humans that do the hypnosis thing with their eyes? You're thinking of trivids. Humans can't hypnotize you. Give it all the creepy eye contact your heart's desire. In the meantime, I'm going to explore its body. <laughs> oh, hum. I guess I gotta do the chore. Oh, hum. With body. And just explore this wonderland. <laughs> body. body is a wonderland. Okay. Field of movement for left arm. 360 degrees. Bicep muscle is firm. My gods. Is it firm? Elbows about 90 degrees in every direction. Wrist seems to work like a ball joint, but can't be sure until I review the scans. Same for right arm, Shire? Looks like it. Also, his pupils constrict when I go bioluminescent, so I think he has some measure of night vision. Write that down. I'm going to poke at his torso a bit. Seems to be relatively soft. No plating of any kind. I assume the digestive tract is located about here. Should I just keep holding its head? Yeah. Oh, stay down, human. Don't move unless we say so. Stop it. You're scaring him. Can't even understand you. Well, he stopped moving, so the message got across somehow. Reaper dork. Reaper Reaper dork. Reaper We are talking about the space weeds. So. <laughs> oh, no. Space Swedish chef. Reproductive organ is, well, I can't vouch for size relative to other humans. This is the only one I've seen. Response to stimuli. Sp oh, spits on hand. Let's see. <laughs> what? Well, what should I do? What? Poo. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> what? You could just go. <laughs> like what? What? Poo. I mean, that fucking was, comic that book onomatopoeia shit over here. But the watchka was confusing. Watchka. Skabit. Skabit. Fucking JoJo's Bizarre Adventure over here. <laughs> Response to stimuli. Is that not good? No, you just hit the microphone. It's really funny. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Spits in hand. That's what it says. You can keep going. Spits in hand. Let's move it around. <laughs> that was that hand job noises for listeners at home. Yeah. It was good. Thanks. Hmm. Shall you write down genitals gravitate toward incompetent pilots, would you? You're pointing it at me with your hand. <laughs> <laughs> That was in-character laugh. Yeah. yeah. So we need to harvest a sperm sample. I'm told the most efficient way is when you get your mouth around their genitalia, so... Can I do it? Huh? Can I harvest the sample? It's really supposed to be my job. Oh my god, you're aroused too. Don't tell me you're becoming a filthy terophile. 
Did your opinion change when you saw his body or just when you got a better look at his cock? I have to admit, the genitalia is impressive. It appears specifically designed to pleasure and impregnate their females. Don't you wish our species wasn't monogender? Wouldn't it be cool to have some of these walking around? Kind of wish I had one. Tell you what, we'll collect a sample together. He seems pretty excited at the prospect. Let's get to work. Various blowjob noises. Grapefruit. Just look up the grapefruit blowjob video. Do you want me to do the sound? We, we, We know how to do that one. <laughs> Never gets old. I've spent an uncomfortable amount of time imitating that, that video with my mouth. Anyway, mm, I like the taste. Kind of sour, but in a good way. I like the way it gets harder and harder in my mouth. When you flick one of your tongues against the tip, he goes crazy. Watch. Was that Moan you? No, I think it was him. But the other one was definitely me. Keep improving for as long as you like. Eventually he comes. Was this supposed to be some moaning or something? You just you're you're just improving the sound of <laughs> blowjobs, double blowjob. Oh, more blowjob? Yeah. Guac guac guac. Is it a pelican? <laughs> was that your swallowing, swallowing sound? <laughs> Why did it feel like waka waka waka? Like what is it? Guac 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 guac. Like Pac Man. Slorp. Slorp. There we go. I understand that one. Well. <laughs> Sorry. He seems to release some kind of protein during his orgasm. Composition seems to be citric acid, mm, some amino acids, fructose enzymes, a little potassium, maybe, some zinc, phosphorylcholine, but just a little. I'll write that down. Now, how do I measure the female response to stimuli without a female? I actually had thought about that. Oh? So, anatomically, we're 93% similar to human female, right? So hypothetically, if I were to mount the human, I could determine exactly how much pleasure the female experiences during the act. You think our systems are that close to one another? Well, the only other option is to bring a female up here, and and I don't want to risk fucking up another grab, do you? Definitely not. All right, freak, get up there. In the meantime, I'll test his uh, tongue dexterity. Is that one of those things we were looking to test? Shut up. Right. Hold still, human. I'm just going to straddle you real quick. Helps that you get hard again so fast. How do you do that? And I'll claw him onto his face. Okay, I'm going to give it one last lick for good luck. (laughs) (laughs) And now we can start. Mm. Oh, he's getting... He's getting right after it, isn't he? Oh, God, yes. Yes. (laughs) <gasps> it's like a Yurgu's tongue. Oh, I think I'm squeezing him a little too hard, or... Sorry. Do you want me to make him let go of your hips? No, no. <laughs> it's like... Hell no. Who's kissing? Are we kissing? I think y'all are kissing. Mm-hmm. Kiss, 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 kiss. 
Yes, put that human cock deep inside me. Rearrange my fucking insides. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Hell yes. Just like that. You don't let up, do you, human? Maybe you just slow down. Shut up, Pelisaria. Yep. Okay, sorry. Oh, he's just... Uh, oh my god, I'm gonna, I'm going to... <laughs> Feels in character. That's good. This feels like the most childish one we've done. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) This might be just for us. The listeners might just be like, this is garbage, but we're having a great time. I'm having fun. I don't know how we uh, do improv cool down after club. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, well, know this is supposed is. to be acted out. So like true. Yeah. You're saying, like, we, improv the scene. Yeah, I guess we could like, I don't know, like pet each other's hair. This is a straight up porn. Like this is a straightforward porn scene. Like yeah. where we're just reading a script for a porn. Yeah. Sorry I snapped. I just No, it's okay. I I wasn't sure how to transcribe the moaning, so I just put sexual prowess satisfactory. Yeah, for sure it was. Ooh, do you think we could take him home with us? You know, just to keep him around the dorm? Shy, he's got a home. And a life. Well, probably. Besides, you know the policies about visiting unaligned planets. Take nothing but holographic vids, leave nothing but radiation signatures. That's right. Now, let's get the human back to his home and his bed. You'd like that, wouldn't you, human? You'd like that? Ooh. <laughs> He understood us this whole time. Make a note of that. Would you show your end? The, the end. end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, shit. was great. That was really funny. It was very good. It does make me want to write like some script ones for us to do. That's a little bit more like specifically with the podcast in mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that could be fun to do. Yeah. I mean, I think like. Besides, like, the obvious, like, um, non-trans-friendly vibe mm. to the script, it was a very good story, and I like the premise a lot. It's just, like, funny to think, like, oh, we got a school project we're doing. We abduct this human, and then we fuck him. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, it would be fun to do, um, to write scripts for us where, Joyce, you read the, like, the general like scene stuff where it's like reaches for this or like walks over to this spot, that kind of stuff. And then Jim and I do the, the story, like the, the character reads. Yeah. That could be fun Mm. to do. That would be fun. Like a radio play. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 But yeah, I, I like this one a lot, you know, again, wasn't like super trans friendly, but otherwise like, I think it was very good. And I think like there's a way to easily like, been that you know yeah well obviously we can do disclaimers on stories like this as well like hey guess what folks a body can be 
any kind of body you want it to be and your gender can be anything you want it to be. So if you have broad shoulders and narrow hips, guess what? Yeah. You can be just as womanly as any other womanly person out there. Yeah. Yeah, it is very funny. I think Coco, you were kind of talking about how silly it is, like the 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 parameters they were yeah. giving, like short hair. Yeah. That yeah. one kind of threw me off. It's it's weird because it's like it's it's very common in like alien stories for them to do this kind of like descriptors of sure. of like male female. And I know it's kind of playfully like it's it's playfully talking about how humans designate. So it's like using human definitions. But I just want to see more of them where it's like they clearly don't get it and don't care. Or they're like, eh, whatever. Like, this one's got one of the dangly ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it would just be more fun if that was, like, if they, we were writing it from the perspective of an alien who completely doesn't understand gender and thinks it's really weird that we have these, like, defining things. And be like, I don't know. Like, there's all these weird rules that they, like, put on themselves that I don't understand kind of thing. Like, I think that could be more fun. Just, I'd like to see yeah. that more often. Yeah. Like, I could even see something like that fitting into this kind of premise. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, because I mean, like, I I recently did a thing where I was on a panel talking about, like, specifically, like, trans people in healthcare. And, you know, I was, we were trying to give our perspective on being a trans person has to deal with medical professionals. And it's like, just like being straightforward with language, like, has a uterus or doesn't have a uterus or whatever you know getting to the point of things right i feel like you could do that within this kind of thing like oh we got a human hmm okay this one has a penis yeah. so yeah da, 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 da. like you don't gender doesn't have to be a thing in it i get yeah. why they yeah. do it and it's such a trope you know because they're like scientists and it's medical because like yeah. we talk about animals in that way yeah like you know so i get that from that perspective but yeah, it would be more interesting if it was like less gendered. Yeah. I think you could you can play with like the terms that are being used too. Mm -hmm. Because like we do a weird thing when we talk about plants where they're like they'll say something like, Oh, well, this is uh this one species, all of the plants are male. And you're like, No. <laughs> they're just like if there's not one of the genders, you don't just decide one is like you just mean there's they only do this one thing yeah like yeah so they they create kids by doing this one where they produce sperm and then they impregnate themselves yeah that's not what men do that's not a male trait <laughs> like so what you're talking about is just the fact that nature has non-gendered things and we're still using gendered terms is really weird yeah when they'll be like well the then this species they change gender and it's like because they don't have it's not there like you're still using these like weird parameters that don't make sense yeah so i think with aliens you could play with like what are their parameters that they would see as being like sperm and ovum kind of thing like yeah. That, yeah. that's that's the only markers that they use um i don't know that would make more sense to me if like you're talking like trying to understand another species the two things we're looking for are the types of reproductive cells that they make. Okay. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Like a solved. Like it. <laughs> Did it. 
And you solved gender. You did it. It's, it's almost as if you gender, gender is a problem. social construct. It's almost like that, huh? <laughs> uh, do we wrap this up? Let's put a bow on it. Make it look pretty. Yeah. All right. Thank you, as always, for listening to our funny little show. Do you want to know about more things laughs? Of course you do. So you need to go to our link tree, which is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash laughs pod. That's L-A-F-S-P-O-D. What will you find there? You will find our website. The most important bit is the cryptid Cupid submission form. Do you write stories? Do you find stories? Would you like to find a story or write a story? Send it our way. We'd love to hear from you. We need more stories. We also just want to hear from you. We love you. One more kiss, kiss. <laughs> um, you, <will> also, <clears throat> you, you know, you can find most recent episodes. You learn a little bit about us. Next on the link tree is Patreon. Do you want to help us get our rehabilitation center for rad animals? <laughs> Consider being a Patreon member. We have four tiers. One is a general good luck club. One is a literature club where you get notes and stories that we write. Then there's content club where you get all that. But you also get special content like art, special episodes, and video content. And then there's the booty pick of the month club, which is what it sounds like. You get a picture of butts and or butts once a month. Those butts specifically belonging to us. Uh, you will find all our social stuff. Uh, you know, where to listen to us. You're probably already doing that right now. <laughs> so don't worry about it. They just found this on the street on a zip drive. Found it on the ground. <laughs> they like plugged it into the computer and we're like, what the fuck is this? Just like they went down like an alley on accident, like they got lost, and some some guy in a trench coat was like, hey, listen hey, to this. Oh, what boy. you doing? Come here, come look at my trench coat. They listen to it on a, on a Zoom. <laughs> oh, boy. They're just like, man, this is great. How do I listen to more of this? Well, go to our link tree. <laughs> Um, I have to pee, so I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. I have like five words left to say. I know, but like, I just I don't want to rush it. But I gotta okay, pee. okay, go pee. I'll be back. You can go pee, and then we'll wrap this up. I'm leaving that in. I'm leaving the go pee for like the last. It's literally like five words left. Oh gosh. <laughs> hey. Um, yeah, I was trying to get through the rest of it, but y'all started making funny jokes. So I was like, I have to be. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I, I like it. I didn't want to rush, but is there anything else? <laughs> so, well, uh, no. where were we? Uh you did we Patreon. Were talking about Patreon. Tell your tell your dog to Oh, your mom. you didn't do that yet. Oh yeah. You know, review us. We love stars. Yep, Go to yep. your podcatcher of choice. Review us and give them all them stars. Spotify has that new, what'd you think about this episode? So oh. when you listen to our episodes, if you want to uh, give what your what thoughts, you thought. yeah, what yeah. did you think about it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, tell your dog, tell your mom. Yeah. Tell your enemies. Tell your enemies. Tell your wife. Yeah. <laughs> Got a wife? Tell her. Yeah. yeah. Got a husband? Tell him. Yeah. Got a spouse? Tell them. tell them. Got multiple partners? Tell all of them. Tell them all. Tell them all. Tell your polycule. Yeah. If you're tell polycule, if you're in a polycule and you're the only one listening to this show, you have hurt my feelings. Yeah. Like, what <laughs> well, like, is What this? are you doing? Tell your polycule about us. 
It, like, are you embarrassed by us? Is this what this is? What kind of relationship is this if you're embarrassed by us? <laughs> what kind of poly, what kind of polycule Wouldn't are you want to listen to this? Yeah. Like, this is like a team sport. Yeah. <laughs> get everybody <laughs> lay down in the living room, get stoned off your ass and listen to us talk about this weird, weird stuff. Do you get, bring out your crochet? Bring out your fucking puzzle. Yeah. Also, sober groups are welcome. <laughs> you fucking puzzle. Get your puzzle. That's cute. You fucking puzzle. Actually, Play some yeah. call or whatever. Puzzle with your friends or puzzle alone and listen to this weird, wonderful time. We love you. Yeah. 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 Watch them shadows, sweeties. Stay horny, babes. Watch out for super space bros. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I gotta pee. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>